Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. Derek, we are not in my basement. No. My mom no, kicked me out. No, don't call it the basement. It's the studio. The studio. In the studio. The, the studio underground. We're, underground uh, studio. We're, we're an off-site studio today. We are off-site today. So we did a interview in New York. Sorry, I did the interview in New York State a few years back. Of a group that did the Minus uh, yes. Link. Who was that? That was... That was Mark Scarlett, John Scarlett, Mark Rubino, uh, a.k.a. Mark in the Park. Yeah, and um, Scott. Scott, yeah, Smedley Co. Yeah. I know him, Scott Rogers. And Jeff McMurtry of Unlostify. Yes. And yeah, I went down there and we spent the weekend and we did a big uh, interview with them. And uh, which was really nice is I did an interview with John and Mark Scarlett uh, about their early days of paddling through Algonquin yeah. Park and, and everything like that. That's awesome. You got to capture that. that I, got, those stories, I got two those... hours of audio of the two brothers. Yeah. Um, they're in their 70s and uh, talking about the early days, like watching Sputnik go mm-hmm. over the park yeah. and stuff like that. Two hours of audio. And when we were driving back to Canada, we said someday th- that's going to be awesome to have that audio. Uh, unfortunately... Um, John passed away. And yeah, I have that audio now. We did, I think it's episode 30, 29, 30, yeah. or somewhere, somewhere, Way back somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. But the key there. thing is, is that it was. Yeah, it was the two um, of them talking about it, their. It was about that, but yeah. the primary reason for that was we, you went to talk to them about the, the meanest, meanest link. link. And we chit chatted with them. Uh, so I've known about the group of six that went. Yep. The Northern uh, Scavengers Northern went. Scavengers are gone. And then that Kevin Callan fella took his, his best buddy in the world, that awesome fella, Andy <laughs> Baxter. I can't say enough about Andy Baxter. I love him like he was my own brother. I've only met him twice. <laughs> so today, we are up at Kevin Callan's house. In Kevin Callan's studio. And Kevin Callan is, I don't know, he's out somewhere. So we're with we're with Andy. <laughs> and, and and Angel the dog. Where'd Angel go? With the dog. And we are talking about once around Algonquin, an epic canoe journey. That was your pen? That was my pen. <laughs> uh, Kevin Callan wrote I'll be a book. back in a minute. I'm just peeing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurry. <laughs> Andy, could you take over the interview, please? <laughs> a little busy. So we are at Kevin Callan's house <laughs> with Kevin and Andy. Kevin, welcome. Oh, wait, my fly's down. <laughs> Nobody knows. This We're is not radio. wearing pants. Oh, we're on radio. <laughs> Andy, welcome. Hey, it's great to be here. So Andy's never been on a podcast before. Yes. So this is your first? I'm new to this. You're new to this? Be this gentle. Is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Kevin's been on, well, he's been on our show, this is his third time now. Yeah. He's like a regular. Yeah. I'm not a podcast version. Let's say it like an Irishman. T- this is your third time. Your third? Yeah. It's, it's just like a third time. It's Sorry. your third time, mate. It's, it's your... Oh. <laughs> but oh, the it's a thrown in there. Like a little newfie Irish newfie. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, listen. listen. Oh. Yeah, we're not drinking beer tonight. No. We're actually drinking this blackened American whiskey yes. from Metallica. That's messed up, man. Isn't it? Oh, I had to put... But like, is it good? No. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I, be honest. Does it have a smooth harshness? N- n- no, it's not harshness. See? It's not smooth. Ah, oh, I, man. I'm enjoying it, Sean. You know what? So am I. <laughs> and the faster nice. you drink it, the more I'll enjoy it. 
<laughs> no, seriously, it's called the Blackened. Yep. And what's the story? Apparently, they pummel the uh, the the barrels with Metallica's heavy metal music, and oh. there's some molecular microscopic happenings between what's in the wood and what's in. And we've talked about the this barrel. on the podcast. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. seriously, that okay? Can we put some John Denver music on it to calm it down a bit? Like, oh to make us fall asleep Lord. and crash in the ocean? What? No, that's wrong. Want me to go over? You the... can't say things like that about what? that legend. Want me to want me to go over to the sink and get you a glass of water? No, no! <laughs> it's like Carol Pope Canadian style. Like, <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. High school, high school confidential. Confidential, yeah. baby. Imagine that whiskey. Oh, John Denver. I love him. He should never have died. <laughs> Sunshine on my shoulders. Every day. Country roads, take me home. Yeah. Didn't he do Grandma's Feather Bed or something like that? Oh, uh, no. Poems, Paris, and Promises. Best song ever. Is it? Best song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to die in a fiery crash on the highway, I hope that's playing. I don't Could know why I said that. Or an airplane. <laughs> why did I say that? Hang on. I'm just writing a note. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are taking notes, right? Yeah. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> an eight-track player. <laughs> With all the John Denvers. <laughs> well, he, got a John, he, he gave me a John Denver uh, uh, album, and yeah. I hung it up upstairs. I think we have a Christmas album. Yeah. Yes, what's wrong with that? And don't make fun of the Muppets. He was with the Muppets, too. What's wrong with that? I, I, oh, no, no. I thought, the, I thought the Muppets all were a great show. All respectable people have, yeah. have been with the Muppets. Okay, because it's on yeah. if you're making fun of John Denver. It's on, okay? Like I'm, just I'm not making fun of John Denver. Even Like I say, he was on the Muppets, which yes. is cool. I like the Muppets. Oh, the animal, up. the drummer? Yeah. In high school, um, I was in a band. Uh, I can't call you. Don't say that. No, I can't. You know the name of the band. It was Are you with the band? It was a punk band, and uh, they dressed me up as as animal, and actually chained me to the drum set. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So well, you played drums in a punk band, and now you listen to John Denver. Well, you got a problem with that? Somewhere <laughs> along the lines, your life took a complete left turn. Maybe it scarred me. <laughs> I was scarred and chained to a drum kit. Heal me, John. Yeah. <laughs> Save me, Mr. Denver. So now I, now I want to know the name of the band. No, I can't say the name. We were actually... Uh, we were, the Funky we were Armpits. No, it was so bad we were banned from the, the school for a bit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I was an innocent kid, but the, you know the, the cool kids, the lead singer was pretty hot. So I, I said, yeah, I'll, I'll play drums for sure, yeah. What are we called? <gasps> we're going to get in trouble. I don't care. <laughs> was that any worse than the Bare Naked Ladies? <laughs> yeah, it was worse than that. <laughs> So forget this interview on the meanest link. We want to know about Kevin's <laughs> punk career. Okay, a few seconds before we went on stage, the lead singer, which was a heavy punk person that loved, um, what's that trade that we were just talking about? The rough trade. Rough trade. She loved rough trade. That was at the time. She announced on the microphone, and here we are, Santa Syphilis. Santa Syphilis? That's it? Yeah. That's not bad. Oh, think about it. That was the 70s. Like, we were shunned from school. The 70s. 71. Yeah. 77? And that was high school? Yeah. I was nine. So was I. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin skipped a grade. <laughs> 12 times. High school, high school. Confidential. All right, right. All right. Wait, wait, wait. So, Where's this going? Uh, Mr. Baxter, uh, how are you doing? I'm lovely. Thank you. 
I'm <laughs> excited to be here. And um, uh, other than having to relive the memories of this horrible <laughs> this <trip>. trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys did this trip in 2013, and we have declared that the year that Kevin Callan tried to kill Andy Baxter. Yeah. From now, now on YouTube, on on Kevin's YouTube channel, the Happy Camper YouTube channel, they have your trip. You did it in I don't know how many parts. I've watched them all, but I just can't count that high. Uh, but at the very first episode, Andy says that you sprung this on him, and that you're banned from. Making trip plans. So Andy had no idea this was happening. Yes, he did. He didn't read my emails. <laughs> but I, I don't believe him. Andy, I'm There's a lot of finger pointing okay, going so on here. Andy's <laughs> here. Like, I've told 10,000 stories about this. I've been on, uh, speaking to her on, on the radio, TV, whatever, talking about it. Andy? Okay. Here's the truth. The um, You did tell me that uh, well, we're going to do this meanest link. And, oh, yeah, what's that about? And yeah, we're, you know, going between all these different, uh, you know, outfitter spots. And, and it's like, okay, wait a minute. One of them is in, in Huntsville. That's not in Algonquin Park. And I said, why do we, like, let's skip that part and just stay within Algonquin Park. There's lots of portaging and canoeing to be done there. No, no, this is the way it's done. We got to do it. We're done. Okay. All right. If that's it, we're then fine we're starting in Huntsville and and then things got worse from there <laughs> well I, you know what I must say that's a pretty spot on impression of Kevin <laughs> <laughs> nailed it this is why nailed I get... it <laughs> that's why all the girls find me attractive yeah <laughs> so the meanest link now why did you decide on the meanest link yeah, that was now. Now this is a, a multi-part question because we've been curious about this. So, so what came first, the idea of the book or the meanest link? Did or you the write the videos. book because you did the meanest link, or did you say I need a book? Meanest link could be great. No, the book had nothing to do with. The so the book link. came years afterwards. Yeah, it fact, was like, yeah, hey, this is great. I, okay. Yeah, in fact, so, the, the book happened on the front porch, uh, drinking coffee in the morning, just writing in my journal. It was coffee. never a book. It was just writing my journal, yeah. and all of a sudden I was reading this. I go, hey, this is a cool book, uh, and it's a story as opposed to a guidebook. Yeah. And it took me five years sitting on the porch drinking coffee, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. and, it's um, a big and pot. Yeah, so it was sort of... Sort of Caffeine and, would kick in and they'd run off. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the book became sort of a, a Bill Bryson walk in the woods book. If you've read that, it's like two guys going together and all the misadventures. And then it was like Bill Mason path and paddle idea of how you could do a trip like this. And it was Sigurd Olson Lonely Land where all these deep meanings about life, about wilderness travel, about ethics on the portage, about what's happening to Algonquin right now with the history of Algonquin. So it really, to be quite honest, after the book, it, it was nothing to do with the meanest link. And actually, we did the book, or sorry, did the, the trip. Nothing to do with the meanest link. Mm-hmm. I think it had to do with a bunch of things that was going on. We both turned 50. You have to do a classic trip when you turn 50, or not. Yeah. But I was coming back from Canucopia, um, and I was burnt out doing a presentation. I love presenting, but I do a lot of presentations, a lot of traveling that, that, that time of year. And I got stuck in the tarmac for two hours. We got stuck there. And I'm beside this guy that really smells really bad. And everybody's getting angry. Everybody was happy at first, and everybody's angry. So I had to go to my happy place. So I pulled out an Algonquin map, and I started looking at where to go to Algonquin, you know, 
um, after the, the season was over or when the season started. And then I, I started thinking, what's this meanest link? And the meanest link really is a trip that Algonquin Outfitters created to get more people, their staff, out in the wilderness, which I completely agree with. Right. And it was to connect all their their stores and connect all of them. But what's more enticing was all six watersheds of Algonquin was connected. That, to me, was more exciting. Um, nothing to do with Algonquin Outfitters in one sense. But, like, great, but to, to go to all six watersheds was really cool. So I go, that would be cool. And then when I got back, I go, Andy, Andy, I got a good trip. And he's right, though, in one sense. We, we were on the Nipissing River, and we really questioned it one night. We're like, why are we doing this meanest link? We're not type A personalities. We're not doing this as a race. We want to spend time in the wilderness for a long period of time and enjoy ourselves. And we're really not going around Algonquin. It was, I mean, I called the book once around Algonquin, but it's not really around Algonquin. It's sort of. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. the meanest link. But the meanest link is a really boring title. Like, <laughs> oh, the meanest link. It will sell thousands. Like, well, what the heck is that? Once around Algonquin, it's a better title. Exactly, yeah. And, and one guy at the, the Toronto show, he came up to me. Actually, it was the only negative thing I've got of this, this book uh, um, since it came out. The guy came up to me and goes, this is wrong. This is wrong. I want my money back. You did not go around Algonquin. Look at the map. <laughs> I, went, ah, ah, ah. I went, yeah, you're right, buddy. Sorry. Here's your 20 bucks back. <laughs> but, Can you please sign yeah, my yeah, book? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, um, I mean, why I asked Andy to go with me? Uh, man, we've been tripping for years together. And who would ever do a trip like this would be him. Uh, and would keep us going, to be quite honest. I mean, you're the one to carry the canoe. <laughs> and the truth comes out. <laughs> Andy lost someone, a bet. I need someone to carry the canoe. <laughs> Who's stupid enough to do that? Hello, hey, Andy. Andy. What you doing, buddy? You got a great idea, man. You in? Well, I'll give you the details later, okay? Take some Monfield. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so what was the canoe that you had? Was <laughs> the Dixon Bonfield was true, though. <laughs> I told you it was 500 meters. It was five kilometers. <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, uh, he says, oh, it's pretty level, too. Yeah, don't worry. It's pretty level. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> when was the last time you were on it? I've done First it time. Years. No, no, no. I've done that that too many times but i just remember it being a flat board it was not flat when we did it no. yeah it grew hills oh my <laughs> lord we walked way too much on that trip yeah yeah that so, was crazy but the canoe uh to your question was a nova craft uh 16 foot um prospector model and what was the material uh, was aramid which is like their version of uh kevlar yeah oh so 30, it was like 67 38 pounds, pounds. 38, 38 oh, pounds oh okay yeah. oh is aramid yeah yeah I was thinking it was whitewater canoe. No, God. No, well, we did so whitewater with it, but yeah. we survived. Yeah, so. I think there's a video. I think you guys, like, broke it at one point. No, he <laughs> broke it. He broke it. Oh. Yeah. There's the old finger end, pointing. So it must have been my, yeah. you know, I broke it. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, those, you had the old trusty repair kit, you know, duct tape and. Yeah, uh, those white. And cable they? ties. And, yeah, they were um, great. You know, that's like, if you need a bare bones repair kit, that's what you should take. Oh, Zip yeah. ties and duct tape? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> so for anybody that doesn't know what the meanest link is, if you Google the meanest link, you're going to find algonquinoutfitters.com backslash map backslash meanest hyphen link. You can go there and it actually outlines what it is. It shows the maps and all that and the different parts. So the meanest link is made up of four legs, like Evan said, linking all their stores together. 
Yeah, it's 450 kilometers, 55 yeah. lakes, six rivers, three upstream, 102 portages, all adding up to 68 kilometers of portaging. Sounds like oh, a oh. blast. <laughs> Sounds like Tuesday at my house. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, a lot of rivers, a lot of lakes. Uh, and there's rules to this actual... Now, Kevin, you can't see this because this is radio. <laughs> Kevin's like, eh. and you know what? I, I, I agree with you. There's If you are the rules adamant are that you are doing it to the letter, then there are rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're list. They're actually listed on the website. Yeah, but I don't think they keep serious to those rules, do they? No, no they, they don't. Yes, they do. You get bonus points for sticking closer to the rules. There's like yeah. uh, oh, we weren't looking for any yeah. There's like honor <laughs> honor points or whatever you want to call Andy, it. Were you looking for bonus points? On <laughs> Would you? Did you even know it was a? I, I, you know, I called it the meanest hoax. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it says uh, rule number two: you can go either direction. Oh yeah, well. See? Would you have gone up the Nipissing? No isn't, way. Isn't that the story of your life, Kevin? Would you have gone <laughs> up or down the East River? No solo trips for safety. You guys weren't solo. So, yeah. see, you're following some of the rules. See? Yeah. Uh, We're semi-compliant. Semi. <laughs> you can do it section at a time, two or three sections, or attempt the whole loop. Which we did. Which you did. Yeah. Not many people uh, have done that, by the way. Eight. Really? That Only that many people? Woohoo! Andy! Really? Clap it! Some skin there, oh, baby! Where is it? Uh, only eight groups have managed to complete the whole thing. Really? Week. Yeah. And I think well, there's like 20 the, people the that have started, tried. we met the guy that... <laughs> Coming out? You tell the story. I can't tell that oh, story. There was this guy in the parking lot, right? And he was like... Uh, he was kind of everywhere, but... Um, he'd come up, he'd try to uh, do the, oh, I've been trying to do this trip for years, last year, this happened, this year, um, you know, I killed my son, or I broke my toe, or, uh, geez, he had the story, every attempt just ended in disaster, the poor guy, I, I thought, should we take him with us, Kevin, and just say, <laughs> no. No, 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 it doesn't have to be that hard, just sit in the middle there, chum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine meeting that person the, the minute before you started this trip? The guy that got rescued from the trip on the Big East with a son with a broken, well, broken three toes, I found out. That's an editorial error in my book. It was one, I said one broken toe, and he contacted me just a few weeks ago said, no, it was three broken toes. Was oh, wow. See? Yeah. See, that's the kind of, you know. That could stop your trip right there. Yeah. Fact checking that you should yeah. be better at, Kevin. I'm sorry. Yeah. My mother phone that guy up and find I got my out. mother to read that book many times over, and she didn't find that one. Mom, can you send me X-rays just to make sure it was three toes? <laughs> uh, what else is it? You can travel as fast or slowly as you like. It's not a race. Yes, you big, guys followed that big one. Time. Like really yeah. emphasize that. Yeah. Because we were told it was a race, and they, I mean, hats off to them. Uh, the people that I, I I don't know who it was like seven days who did it oh, yeah. so that's yeah. the couple the yeah oh, that's like yeah. the record or something freaking like that, amazing yeah. I have to pull up him and I know yeah. we're not doing that we're we're not racing the wilderness why mm-hmm. spend all your time planning a trip again I'm not knocking these people that did that in a race but this is not us why go out there and race through the wilderness oh there's a moose oh, did you see it oh no I didn't I was kind of too quick we we're, were water skiing behind that canoe <laughs> yeah. going so fast so we're not we, we weren't doing that we, yeah. we both agree with that well actually we, you know what we. It's like a couple. We've been married for years. Yes. We didn't even have to talk about it. We knew. 
you complete me. <laughs> uh, oh, rule number eight. Safety is of paramount importance. Travel carefully. Yeah, we always travel carefully. See, you were following the rules and you didn't even know you were following the rules. Yeah, well, that's common sense for heaven's sakes. You well, know? it's in the rules. Yeah, well, you don't have to have a rule for that. I mean, well, there is a yeah. rule for that. You know, Andy and I are kind of goofballs out there. And uh, in all seriousness, we are very, very serious about safety out there. And uh, actually, Andy more so. Like, like this guy, he's the true happy camper. This guy knows more about wilderness tripping than Avery's most. Remember going down the cop cup? And we're... <laughs> I shouldn't tell that. So you go ahead. Well, we're we're heading downstream in a current, heading towards a log that is uh, all the way across the river. So uh, you that's know. not good, Andy. Yeah, and we're 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 like day four of a like a four week trip in the far north of James Bay. So um, Kevin seemed a little nonchalant as we hit the log and uh, and started. I was screaming. <laughs> And started to swing sideways, <laughs> and um, and you know see our lives flash before our eyes, and uh, but I'm sure he he pulled it out. We uh, he rescued us with some quick deft moves or whatever. I had, I just had my eyes closed. I, I couldn't watch. No, you saved her butts that day. <laughs> but wow. <laughs> so the question: be, Did he scream like a girl? You don't say that. That's a negative <laughs> comment. I was that you shouldn't say. It's, it's like Sorry, the other day. Higher I pitched. Yeah, no, you don't say screaming like a girl. You say, you, you know, like like Kevin and running, going towards the log. I said the other day to a student of mine, I, "Oh, you Sally girl. That's not very nice to say that." I went. Oh yeah, sorry. D- d- yeah, don't say oh, that. We're, we're, we try not to be too politically. We try correct. to be sensitive. Here. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, Derek does. <laughs> that's, oh, your nose, buddy. Derek just laughed like a girl. Did you? Did you hear that? That's his department. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing a bra. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> oh my lord! It's gone. It's gone. It's gone downhill. It's now. like it's the blackened. All, it's gone all gloves are off, man. <laughs> oh, they're all off. No holes barred. Oh, man. So you guys started. 2013, you did this trip. And... Um, yeah. It was June... Middle mm. of June. First week... Well, it was, it was very early because we had to do it in high water because the, the, the Big East River was the worst part of the whole entire trip. How cold was the water? How did you, you guys deal with that? You guys, you guys didn't wear, like, dry suits or anything. No, no. no. It was it was the middle of June. It was cool, but it wasn't into the cold. Ice cold. So no. So. Okay. My genitalia was quite small during. The <laughs> there, there was some shrinkage. <laughs> Sorry, I should never. I was in the pool. <laughs> See what you do to me? I mean, I would never say this on podcast, and Andy's with me. Well, well, genitalia. Well, and this well, is why we are better than CBC. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get away with this on the no, old Canadian not, broadcast oh, in Kenya. <laughs> that was a stupid part of the trip, though, Andy. And yet, very nice. Remember, there were sections that where that dam was built, but then dismantled in the 50s, and you, the whole entire environment, you would never know that dam was there. Yeah. So the Big East River was very scenic. But yeah, it was stupid. We, we couldn't pull, and we know how to pull. Well, we know how to line. We know how to line very well. Why, why couldn't you pull it? You just, you, just, you just couldn't. There's a constant current. There's no eddies. No oh, eddies. It was just a constant okay. current, and you just we got out. And we so you had to walk the whole thing? For four days. Four days. Well, three of the four. The first day was sort of that sandy meandering. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we could paddle yeah. up. You know, you're paddling against the current, but, you know, and then we camped on the sandbar. And But the next day we got into the walking up um, rapids. And, yeah. And, uh, and so you're just constantly trying to keep your grip, uh, you know, not slip. And 
And I, I equated pushing the canoe up, you know, with two people walking was like trying to carry a couch. You needed to do that in, in the right timing. Otherwise, you would knock each other off. Oh, comments. okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Which shows you like the whole idea of, uh, I always call a kayaker a canoeist that doesn't get along with their canoe partner. And I mean that as a joke, right? Mm-hmm. But the route of it is, it's like we've been traveling together in the bush for a long time, canoeing a lot of trips. So we could do that. And we knew each other's thoughts. So we really didn't. The only time I kind of, I gave up was when we got to the very end where the rapids just, the water just gave up and, and it was pouring rain and I picked my pack out of the canoe and it weighed a ton. And he has muscles of steel. Like like that man, <laughs> like your pack weighs 300 pounds. And I like, well, I mean, remember we went to the Quetico once and you had to pay freight at, in Air Canada for your pack. That's how heavy his pack is, right? And I said, if you die out there, like, I'll carry your body out, but the pack's not going, right? So, and so I'll, I, gummy I, can, bears. <laughs> but I, I can go all day because I'm that scrawny, well, well, whatever, like, maybe not scrawny anymore. He's, but. he's tougher than he looks, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start a new rumor. Andy likes to take gummy bears with him. <laughs> so if anybody's got gummy bears, send them to Andy. <laughs> That's how you characterize the length of the portage. How many gummy bears? You yeah. yeah. Num, num, num. Oh, that portage was 200 gummy bears long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new, a new, a new me- unit of measure. Yeah. The gummy bear. Yeah. but that's also when we when you helped me get the pack out of the canoe because my pack was sodden wet and I couldn't carry it and I was like this is what what have we done and then we bush camped which actually you and I are so used to like we don't need a campsite like we know where to put the tent and everything's fine in fact actually that's a nicer campsite mm-hmm. um, but <laughs> it was so okay one of the very first trips I did with Andy years ago it was like 28 days in Quetico and I hardly knew the man. He was my neighbor. And I go into the tent that first night. It was hot and humid. And you're lying completely naked on the sleeping bag. And like, As you do. Yes. See? See? I, no, I don't. So, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, buddy. Like, that's not happening. And we're like, this, this is how I sleep. And we laughed about it for years, right? Well, that night of the Big East, it was hot, humid. I was you know, soaking wet. I went in on the sleep bag completely naked. You were there and we're like, we should never speak of this again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Big East River for you. It's hell. <laughs> the Big East River takes you back in time. It's terrible. So how wow. did you deal with the cold? How did you protect yourself from the cold water? You Did you have uh, hip waders, uh, dry suit or like you're walking up the Big East in, in June? Well, June's not. It was it was mid June, so um, it the wasn't water that bad. was yeah, it wasn't you know you were wet from the waist down, but it wasn't you know mm-hmm. um, hypothermic kind of wet. Okay. Yeah, and plus with the constant movement, you were you know sweating to keep working upstream. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were your energy was was, okay. was 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 good. I also find if you're you urinate now and then that keeps you warm wait a minute <laughs> i was downstream <laughs> you, that's why the water tasted funny <laughs> sorry sorry about that now you tell the truth <laughs> comes out this is a revealing podcast yeah. the things you didn't know <laughs> <laughs> so what what were the what were the conditions that spring that you guys went was it a late spring or like for example right now uh as we record this, there's still lakes that are ice covered in Algonquin, high water levels. They're still expecting water to crest in in uh, 
what uh, Pembroke uh, yeah. in a few days. There's so there's high water and flooding, and so the water's going to be cold right now, right in Algonquin. You know, so I'm just trying to set the tone. Like what? Where? Yeah. That spring, do you recall what kind of spring it was in 2013? There was a record flood on the Big East River that year. Yeah. Uh, and so when we started paddling up, there was things floating down, like like docks and. Oh, uh, fridges and, and things like that. <laughs> Bodies. Um, I don't remember the water being cold, but I remember it being high. Yeah. So when we got to the part where we couldn't continue anymore, there's no way you can do the Big East River mid-August. Like we did in high water, and when we got to uh, McCraney, uh, when, where McCraney Creek comes in, like yeah. you got to see the one photo or the video of us. Like you can't continue. You had a port. It was all just rock garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. You couldn't, and if you did, like, so well, even at high water, there's you. Yeah, it, that was high, massive flood water and wow. we couldn't go any further so don't don't ever think of doing the Big East River from Algonquin downstream like I don't know why would you do, you'd be walking that too but when we did it the guys that you talked to yeah the six um, yeah they were there the year before and they had flagged the route yeah. um, up this up to Hood right uh, this, this hill yeah mm-hmm. to McCraney uh, Lake and we followed the, the flagging tape which is great it was up a hill but it was bushwhacking with a compass and now there's a portage. Two portages, two portages cut that, that are there, which is great. Uh, but but we didn't have that. But it was so funny when we got to McCraney. You knew we were in Algonquin because you looked at this one moose we saw and it posed for us. Like, yeah. look, 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 look at me, take a picture. Yeah, what took you so long? <laughs> We've been waiting here for days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because we can see their video there that, um, that yeah, it all of a sudden turns into rock garden. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, that, that, I remember them saying that was a, horrific part it is and then getting up through the bushwhacking now did you guys come through the the dam at the end of mccraney no we didn't go up mccraney creek we we bushed through up the hill okay um because i know the dam is pretty um leachy yeah well what happened was the the first crew that actually made this route was a group of four women from Algonquin outfitters hats off to them big time for them doing that because they went up mccraney creek and went around that dam right and what I saw, we camped right beside McCraney Creek that that one night when mm-hmm. you and I were naked, and uh, <laughs> like for them to go up that creek, like I don't know how they did it. I, well, you know, I know how they did it. They're they're basically very motivated mentally, and I, it's more of a mental trip than a physical trip. Okay, I, I think why we did so well on it, it was because we're like, yeah, I've done this before, you know. Oh well, yeah, you know, that is part of the you know getting through tough parts of a trip. Um, you know, you need to dig deep and um, and <clears throat> not get frustrated and, and carry on. But uh, and then, you know, when you look back at it, it's like those are those moments that you often remember the most. And even though you don't like them at the time <laughs> and uh, and and I always say those are the moments you should get out your camera or your video and take a, a few moments there also, because, you know, when you least want to do it. Those are probably some good shots. Yeah. I think I might drive, well, everybody crazy that I go tripping with, but especially Andy, because I have the camera out a lot. And, well, you can ask him right now. He's here right now. Like, what, what is it like to be on a trip with Kevin with the camera all the time? <laughs> you learn to ignore it. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> or the camera? Yeah. All of, all of the above. <laughs> yeah. So... I mean, I'm I'm not there to do filming, and I know Kevin is, and I I'm like, fine, go ahead and do your thing, and and I'm sure Kevin will, you know, be trying to get some comments out of me sometimes, and I'm like, nah, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not in the mood or doing something else, but uh, you know, 
otherwise, you know, we're usually making fun of all the situations we're in as, yeah. as silly or as tough as they might be. And, um, you know, we just, you know, have fun with it out there. So, yeah, you said something to me really important years ago that, that, that really altered me was we're out there because we chose to be. So don't complain. Yeah. Like why are you yeah. compl- why are you spending your entire trip complaining because it was our choice to be on this trip. So mm-hmm. I remember remember the Big East River the size of those trees because mm-hmm. the 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 loggers couldn't get in there because of the train. Right. And so they left them. And the trees that we saw that like even cedar, like yeah. massive cedar trees in in that that valley and we sat there and just like whoa even though we <laughs> remember we had lunch and we're like yeah, we're supposed to go to shore. Just, and we just sat in the creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, this is good. You sat Taking right in there and had a lunch sitting yeah. there in the water. And we'd look at the trees. So we did, that was the big thing about that day. It was like, look at the size of the trees around us, Andy. It's amazing. It's not stuff you're going to see everywhere. Yeah. So you might as well take it in while you're there, right? Yeah, even when we do like some of the hiking trails. Like we've been doing hiking trails. You do it at your own pace. And then people just like, vroom, right on by you. And you're like, what are you seeing? Yeah. Really, what are you seeing on at that speed? You know, you're you're like almost jogging these trails. So why would you be doing the the the, the portages and the and the rivers and the lakes on your in your canoe? Why would you be doing them at the same speed? It's okay if they do that because that's their thing. I just don't do that thing. So yeah. I'm not you know I, I'm not knocking the people. But here's a good thing. For example, you had 16 days of holiday. And I allocated three weeks for the trip. And then when we're trip planning, I said, okay, well, the only way we're going to do this is I, I'll drop you off at Obiango. We'll do a shuttle and I'll continue and finish it solo. And by the time we got to Cedar Lake, we're like, no, that's not, that's not going to happen. We're going to figure out how to do this together. Yeah. I don't care about the Minus Link. I'm not knocking the Minus Link at all. I think it's a fantastic thing. But I don't care about it right now. Now it's a trip between two buddies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we started cheating. But it's not cheating if you're telling everybody on CBC radio and social media. And I found out later there was 11,000 people following us. I didn't know that because that, that during that time of, of social media, I could send a signal out. Remember that, the nights where, oh, you bugger. <laughs> I'd be out there in the bugs sending the signal out. And you'd be in the bug shelter having your sip of brand, or brand <laughs> or, or, or whiskey. Like, hey, Kevin. How's social media going? <laughs> and so, but but all these people were following us. Um, and what happened was, uh, you know, by the time we got to Cedar Lake, Andy goes, well, you know, I want to finish the trip. I go, well, the only way we're going to be able to do this is cheat a bit. So there's a few things we did. But it's not cheating if you're telling everybody out there yeah, exactly. that you're cheating, right? You're doing the route. Yeah. You're just not. Yeah. And I don't care if I get yeah. a badge at the end. Like maybe there is. I don't. Is, is there a badge? No, I don't I think so. so. Okay, well, yeah, we didn't get a badge in badges if you follow every rule and you do it exactly right i think they fly this the swedish bikini team over what and they greet you at the at the end oh you didn't get that you didn't get that yes yes we did andy <laughs> <laughs> weren't you there andy I, I wondered why you had that funny accent kevin <laughs> it was the male swedish <laughs> their bikini briefs speed man was there waiting oh for you my Lord. No, but it ended up so we, we you know, we said, look, uh, Obiango Lake. I can, I had a satellite phone. I said, hey, I can phone Jerry at Algonquin Outfitters and he can shuttle us across to the boat. I paddle Obiango many times, so I don't have to, you know, and I don't really care. I don't have to prove to anybody. Like, I actually proved myself, right? In fact, later on, I did all those things 
to say that I did do the meanest link, right? So the Portage Road that we got hitch- we hitchhiked, that was oh, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It was like we hitchhiked across Portage Road, yeah. right? Ha ha ha. Well, I portage across Portage Road after that. And just so any, if anybody said, Well you didn't well yeah I did, but yeah. um but the other the other big thing was we didn't go to, to Camp Pathfinder. Right. And you're supposed to offset to go Camp Pathfinder. If we did, he would never made it back and I just wanted to finish the trip well, we both wanted to finish the trip together. But we did visit a camp. Yeah. Like yeah. we visited a kid's camp. We had breakfast there and I knew the owner. And so we did that whole thing. And then the week later, I piled a path camp, Pathfinder. And I didn't get a, even gave a presentation there and met the Meanest Link guys. So we saw them. Remember the freaking bag of apples they had? <laughs> imagine they did the Meanest Link with a bag of apples. Really? Oh. And cedar canvas canoes. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's one of the it's official thing, rules yeah. is you have to. Yes. A cedar canvas canoe. Because yes. that's the way it was done. And you're not supposed to do food drops. Well, yeah. yeah. And we did. We did three food drops. Yeah. And here's the whole thing. And I'm a storyteller, so you better maybe get Andy to tell the story. I'll give you my version. Um, but what happened was uh, we got to the, the second food drop on Cedar Lake, and I opened up the food drop that I got sent there. And the food was there, but our whiskey supply was not there. And panic set in. For the love of God, we're all going to die. <laughs> so I was on CBC Radio saying, help us, please. Help us, please. Our whiskey is gone. Someone stole our whiskey. I found out later that the rumor was, I, I still haven't proved, but there was a few people, because we weren't following those rules, I right. was, I, and I guarantee I was called, because uh, I, I, I still have that, I was called the Lucifer of Algonquin. I should never be allowed in Algonquin because I wasn't following the, the traditional set of the meanest link. Really? Oh, yeah. And I knew who the guys were. We and, know the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, whatever. Like, you know, social media. It's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. But the thing is, uh, I found out that rumor was that one of those guys were the ones that, that stole the whiskey, and they did it maliciously, not as a joke. But all these people start, remember, the, even the, and we really even, well, this podcast, nobody will know. Oh, yeah. Thank remember you. The, remember the Parks guy? <laughs> he drove up in a vehicle. He goes, Kevin, I got a bottle for you. No, 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 it's not good. I can't put that on film. <laughs> but yeah, people started delivering us whiskey and, and because they found the humor in our trip. Yeah. And that, Andy and I have spent our lives, uh, and I know this because we, you know, why do we do this? We want people to go out there and if they go out there, they'll save wilderness. If they don't go out there, they'll disconnect and they won't. And we've been doing this for ever i mean the reason why he puts up with me filming all the time and writing stories about him all the time is that he is the most ethical person in the world and he knows that that is what's going to happen and when the whole whiskey thing happened and the meanest link the joke we started cheating i got more followers than if i didn't cheat well i know some people that are very like i say i really could care less about the rules uh if you're doing the meanest link you know you're you're doing the big route, the whole deal. If you leave out the, well, you got to have this beer at this campsite, whatever. You did the route. But I know some people that are diehards and they were going, oh, they're, they're not doing it. Well, yes, they're, no, they're not. But the diehards can do what but they yeah. want to do. And that's exactly it. You know what? If, if, if you are going to spend your entire time worrying about, you know, oh, well, this is, this is the way it has to do it crossing your t's dotting your eyes you're never going to do it you tell me though uh really sean is like are you going to finish the trip on your own and drop your buddy off at obiango no are you going to finish the trip with your buddy oh, i yeah. finished with my buddy who gives a damn about yeah. all that other exactly. i would have yeah. done the same as you yeah, yeah. 
Unless it was Derek, I would have dropped him off of the print on the bus. Uh, This this is somewhat like a conversation I have with many folks about camping in general. And, uh, you know, they start talking about the style of camping you're doing, you know, and there's the RV folks and there's the campground folks and then there's the tripping, backcountry tripping folks and kayaking, whatever. And I'm like... Do your own thing, you know, yeah. just if that's making you happy and, and you're enjoying it and, and it's nature, you know, that's great. It doesn't mean one style is better than the other. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we had that conversation this past winter. Yes. About front country versus back country winter camping. Yeah. And there was a couple of comments made and I'm just like. Oh. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. He, he made comments about uh, you're not really camping because you're car camping and you're not you didn't hoof it by snowshoe into the backcountry and and whatnot like i I was so this is like mew lake uh, winter in the wild weekend and i had just came back from a trip from the states and i didn't have time to set up so i went to mew lake in my rv so Mm -hmm. me my two kids my wife we camped that weekend in the rv furnace and all that so it was was great yeah hey that's the way i did it that was my choice right Mm -hmm. i i you can do what you want. You got I'll out do there. what I want. Yeah. But yeah. even throw it on the table right now, too, is if you're saying, what, eight people have only attempted this or don't no, finish no, it? No, eight finished, finished the complete. It. So we finished the, the it. Complete, I can complete, tell you right yeah. now where we're the only places we cheated. We did three food drops. We chose a light canoe because we're smart and you carried it. <laughs> and we actually, we got a shovel only across Obiongo, which was hilarious because Jerry told us the whole history of Obiongo. That guy is full oh, nice. of history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, we got hitchhiked across a kilometer portage in in the town near Huntsville. Like I, yeah. Oh my, <gasps> we're the devils. Yeah, Lucifer of Gonquin. Lucifer. And if if there's only eight people who have done this, if anybody's there saying they didn't do it proper, do it. Yes. Well, and the, you know what? Even one of the it's groups. A little bit Irish in you, isn't Ooh, well, it? Do it, baby. <laughs> nice. He's getting feisty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even 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 the group of six, they had food drops. Yes, you know, yeah, they they it's, had it's very so few. now you had you had Randy and Lynn Mitson of Algonquin Outfitters yeah, up at Rain Lake. Yeah, the first, first so did they. Yeah. They had mailed uh, food drops up to uh, uh, up to Jake Pigeon Jake, at uh, yeah. Cedar. Great as guy! Well. Oh my lord, he's a legend. Eh? Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's like, like he gave me a bottle before we left. He said oh, yeah. he even had a tear in his eye. <laughs> well, we did we did the the Brent run a few years back, and we got up there, and it was later in the day. And yeah, he provided us with a nice ice cold beverage before we continued on our we to, before we headed back. He's the one guy that actually, I swear to God, he, he's an outfitter that doesn't want any clients. <laughs> well, you don't know what? come up here. I love it too much. I like I like your video. You guys are doing the meanest link. You finally made it. Now, in my opinion, watching the meanest link and everybody that's done it, the west side is the worst part of the trip. Getting up the east, the 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 the, the east, big east. Big east. Yeah. And then through all the little things and along the Nipissing and all that to finally get to Cedar. And then when you're interviewing him and you're talking to him, he's got this, my life is crap shirt on. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you guys should be wearing those shirts. (laughs) Not him. (laughs) You know what got us through the West End is your sort of memories of you and your wife paddling through there. Because he was in awe of that area. And this is an area that we were doing six kilometer portages on average a day. Yeah. I, I remember doing up that west side, do, you know, loops with my wife. And um, and at the time, the Algonquin Park map showed this portage of being 640 meters. But they'd forgotten the one in front of it. So, 
before it just kept going and going. And then we're, you know, we take a break. And then, and then um, my wife, Marion, says, there's a moose over there. And uh, we look and sure enough, and it's like, it's getting closer. And the hair's standing up on the back of its back. It doesn't look pleased. And, hmm. and then it charged us. And we're, oh, like, wow. and we're hiding behind uh, the trees, basically. And um, then we saw it had a newborn calf with it. Right. And um, it would, you know, fortunately, we it, it left. We got out of there. But uh, those were some of the memories coming back to me as we went along that, that western um, part remember, of the road. Remember the time we almost died? Yeah. <laughs> well, even with your dad. Remember the trip with your dad? Yeah, yeah. That was in the West End. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, trips where, you know, my very first canoe trips ever, you know, with my dad and my brothers and um, you know we were going through those uh, some of those same, same lakes, so that was that was pretty cool. I think the only two negative ones was Nibising. I loved uh, the Upper Nibising, especially. And when we got there, you're like, yeah, not so much. And then when we got into the big cedars uh, by mid mid, you're like, oh, I, I get this. It's like a cathedral. But the upper was like, yeah. But the other, I think, both of you and I, the trip was over by the time we got to the campgrounds on like on Highway 60. Yeah. It, and and going across Highway 60 was oh most God. dangerous. And even yeah. in the video, it shows like it's kind of a joke. It wasn't a joke to get him across with the canoe on without dying. Was because yeah. oh, it's on a bend. Yeah, who put a poor dog? So cars in a bend would on... just swoop around the corner. Yeah, well, it's they the old Frogger game. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, transport trucks, cars, you know. And that was our longest day because we had to push it to finish. So we went from Obiongo Lake. All the way to oh, where the camp was. Uh, I forget what it was. It was like it was dark when we we made camp. Yeah, was it Cash Lake or something like that? It was the island full of uh, goose poop. <laughs> yeah. See, that would have been when I look at, at at the link, the four legs of the link, the uh, uh, Huntsville to Br- uh, to Brent Cedar Lake. To me, that would have been the hardest part. Because of the Big East and the river and all that sort of stuff. And all the little hops that you had to do between all the smaller lakes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Cedar Lake down to Opiongo would have probably been the best. I've done that route as well. Like you're going through Radiant, you're going through, except for the big old oh, Radiant Lake is a beautiful lake. Yeah. Yeah. You can walk yes. quite the ways out in Radiant Lake. I love Radiant Lake. Amazing. Crow, Crow River. Imagine yeah. me. I got a little excited on the Crow River. I, I noticed that. I had to keep my distance. <laughs> Freaking trout we were catching. Yeah. I, 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 he, and he goes, we got to keep going, Kevin. No! I'm living here. I'm building a cabin. Mimi's Lake is officially done. We're just fishing now oh, for the next week. Yeah. Man, the trout we caught on that. Yeah. And it's because it's so difficult to get to. Remember <laughs> yeah. the portage? We, we did it like 1,200 or what? I don't know what the distance was. It was 10,000 kilometers. And then we had to go across the Parches Creek that was the you know length of this table and then start another two kilometers. Oh. And, and, and yeah. then, but then there was a sign saying, someone had left a sign saying, way to go, Kevin and Annie, keep going. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. like way out there. Yeah. It was like, holy jumping. Like, was that the one? Now, did you, does that go through Hogan? Doesn't go through Hogan, does it? No, no I don't think no. so. No, 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 no. Because we did the Hogan to was that op- the north end of Opiongo. Okay. Yeah, we did that. Oh, that's one. a beautiful. We did area. that one. I did that one in one go. Oh, uh, oh, canoe. Oh, that yeah. portage. Yeah. Did you go from Crow to Hogan? No, other way. Okay, you're better off yeah. that way. But yeah, but yeah, because no. we did a big, we did a big loop, 
And that, that, that picture you've ever seen me on Facebook, I've got the big pack on the back, the pack on the front, and the canoe next to me. It just, everything just fit perfectly. And I figure, okay, some point I'm going to drop the canoe and then I'll do the leapfrog thing. Yeah. I made it all the way. <laughs> and then my buddy had to like take the canoe off because I couldn't feel my arms anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I made it one yeah. go. <laughs> God. I did that. I, I did see that. blue. <laughs> I can't feel my arm. Yeah, when you see blue in the distance. Yeah. I did that portage yeah. with my daughter when she was eight years old, and uh, the only thing that got me through was her just saying, hey, come on, Dad, we're not made of sugar. Let's go. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her. she wasn't carrying anything. But... <laughs> you were trying to catch her to beat her. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there, there was just a, a, a sidestep, you know, from, from this. Um, I took my daughter on a trip because I've got the bit of a uh, reputation for if you're on the north end of Algonquin, and there's a bunch of people meeting up there. I'll do a day trip there. I'll go up for the day, go into like Kiosk, paddle down to Manitou, stay for the day, come back that same day. Because I've only got a day. Sean's crazy that way. He does this but stuff. My, I, don't, and I, don't, no, no. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. But it does. Because my day <laughs> with my kid does not start the minute we hit that canoe on the, on the water. There's the drive. There's getting up in the morning. There's packing the vehicle. There's the drive up. There's the the stop at the McDonald's or whatever for something to eat. Then, you know, getting in there, getting our permits and all that. It's a whole big ritual and event thing. Is your child a teenager? They weren't at the time. (laughs) But now now they're just young. What's the the young adult? They're in their early 20s. When... My daughter's 14. My, my drive up to the access point is her with the earphones in her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did that across Canada last year. <laughs> <laughs> my kids saw Canada. They didn't necessarily hear, you know. Uh, but we, we've done we've done that. And, well, I took my daughter one, one year. There was a group of them on it's a little, uh, little island lake. It's just off the, the, the Highway 60. You know, what? I'm going to take my daughter there because I take my son different spots. Burn Island. So no, no, it wasn't Burn Island. Oh. It was Little Island. It's like a lake, and there's a big island right in the middle of okay. it. Okay. So there's a bunch of them having their one of their get-togethers there, and I said, okay, all you got to do is just let me know where the portage is because I got the pack on our day pack, and because we're just going for the day, got the canoe on and all that, and all she's got to do is walk in front of me, and somewhere along the line she took like an old creek bed, and it ended. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like. Where are you taking us? <laughs> Had to backtrack. I love that. Oh, no. Find the portage. And then I'll, and she's just like, oh my gosh, so bad. And I'm like, don't worry about it. You're learning. You're like... Well, I, I learned a lot by... We had a great time doing yeah. that. I, I, I learned, taking my child out, uh, Andy had kids before I did. So I learned a lot from him. I, I from say, your mistakes. Yeah, I would yeah. say, Andy, Andy. Yeah. Sorry, gang. <laughs> Didn't we used to have four kids? What happened to the fourth one? <laughs> you would take your kids everywhere. Like, oh, really, yeah. like, insane trips. And I would say, well, what's the, the, the trick? And number one was, you're going to learn to carry all their stuff for a while. And when they're babies, right? And yeah, you're right. I, I did that. And then the second one you, you taught me was, they don't care where they are. Yeah. As long as they're on trip. Exactly, yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> him and I volunteered to, sorry, I got the giggles for this one. Uh, two years, uh, we volunteered to uh, look at the canoe routes north of Clarny to expand the park. Oh, yeah. And we did that. And, uh, but that was during the time where 
you know, I was about to have a child and I wasn't sure it was a boy or a girl. <laughs> and I was worried about it having a boy. Should I get in circumcised or not? <laughs> and the whole entire trip, you're like terrifying me of the goods and bads of both. And sorry, I should never be talking about that. <laughs> Kevin gets a little focused on his body parts sometimes. <laughs> well, my son, last year. Now, I'm at the point now where trying to schedule families for a two-week vacation somewhere is really difficult. One's in university, one's working now, and you know my wife and I, we, it's hard enough trying to get our schedules together. So what I did is I took my son on a three-day canoe trip, I took my daughter on a three-day canoe trip, I took my wife on a three-day, so I get more trips out of the deal, right? Yeah. 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 the old kidneys, right? And, and, and then we, we were trying to do a family vacation, it just wasn't working as a family vacation, it just wasn't enough time. So my son now, who's Mr. You know, big guy, you know, we're coming out. We went. In, we just went into Bice Lake for the weekend, for a three-day weekend. Did some fishing, did some relax. Got a really nice site. Oh, that's when swimming. we met. met that's up when you him. met up with us. Yes. Yeah. So coming back, you know, we do one. We we're not in a hurry. There's a bunch of people. It's pouring rain. We're coming in, and there's this family coming behind us, and they've got this one little kid that's just had enough. So I just motion them through. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not in a hurry. Go ahead. And they're like. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, so they go on. So there's more people. So we go to the end of the portage. We come back for the second load. Of course, he's got to grab the big pack and grab a second pack. He's got to grab a paddle. And don't worry, Dad. I got it all. He leaves me with this little pack. And he looks at me. Look at you, wussy. <laughs> right? So there's a, there's a group of people. And, of course, they leave a big barrel and a canoe for these two young people lads to carry across and they're struggling so i said you know what give me the canoe so i got the pack on i take this this canoe heavy heavy canoe and they're they got their they're they're two of them are carrying this big pack and i got the the the, the canoe going by past my son i look at him wussy <laughs> <laughs> and you know what as they get older you build that that rapport now yeah. and it's, it becomes a lot of fun yeah. doing it that way yeah. so if you can get out there and have a lot of fun doing this it makes it just that much that, that, that much better service. and that's what yeah. you guys do oh no we do have a lot of fun out there and actually the great uh, moment about your son on that meanest link trip is we remember will you tell the story about the cabin yeah yeah we uh um my son was working as a, a ranger up in the in the top end of algonquin park and um so the Nipissing is basically what they came down to and, and service the portages and campsites. And, and uh, there's the cabin there on, um, on the Nipissing River. And um, their little tradition is to write their name somewhere in the cabin. And he had been there the week before. Um, and we found his name uh, written in there. So it was uh, kind of cool to reconnect in that way, um, especially after not seeing him for almost a couple of weeks by then. So How cool, cool is that? Yeah. How cool is that that the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the world has, has, has us in the middle of nowhere, gone to a cabin, and your son had just signed the wall? Yeah. Yeah. So. That was actually also, um, I wrote that in the book, actually, was that, like you don't like technology, especially out there, and I I, I get it, uh, and I have to do that for for what I'm doing. Um, but man, you said yeah, can I borrow the satellite phone tonight? Yeah, and you phoned home, right? So, et so, phone home, yeah, <laughs> and d phone home. <laughs> no, you know what? That's that's pretty cool when things like this stars sort of align and things like that happen. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always thought that things like that are just neat. It's also what our water filter broke. 
<laughs> you only had one? You didn't have a backup? No, we did have a backup because yeah. we're, we're... Experienced trippers. Yes. <laughs> so question, do you, over the last, say, five years, have you ever been on a big lake and actually dipped and drank? Or do you always oh. filter? No, I never do that. I don't know about you, Andy, but no. Yeah, I've... Um... Yeah, I've always filtered since uh, since the kids start tripping with the kids, and just to not take risks with them getting sick. Yeah, there. you can take risks with yourself, but you're not going to take risks with your kids. Yeah. But I'm talking like if you're paddling across a lake, and it's really hot, and you've just finished off your water. Do you ever just blink? Like you know how you you hold your Nalgene, you hold the lid yeah. on, put it down as far as your arm will go. Nope. Let the lid off. Nope. Scoop. Never have. Nope. And people will dispute this, and that's fine. You, you, you this is my opinion. Uh, in today's age, uh, the amount of atmospheric pollutants even falling in that, in that lake, the amount of uh, contaminants, um, the amount of our abilities to not fight bacteria anymore because we, we don't play with dirt. We so protect ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, see, I'm just the so, opposite. Yeah. So I, I have so many people, uh, well, I shouldn't say so many people, a good handful of people saying, well, I just you know dip in the water. Even if I did that, I wouldn't tell anybody. I, I have um, I, I talked to all, a lot of YouTubers now, the, the young YouTubers, and not that I'm this Uncle Kevin that just drives me up the freaking wall. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, because you're older than that, no, man. It's me, Grandpa duh, Kevin. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but the thing is, is like you, you have, uh, if you're on visual to hundreds and maybe thousands of people, it's your obligation to actually yeah, be ethical. There's a responsibility and, yeah, to and don't, don't do that. Like you, you can do that if you want and get a following of all these dippers doing drinking water, but, but for example, wear your PFD for God's sakes. Like absolutely, yeah. But the thing is, let's say it's a hot, stinking day. You and I are in the north and we're we're paddling this creek. This too. Well, you know what? We're always wearing our PFD anyways. But but let, let's say you can say, well, we don't need to wear it. You're on a a show and all these young people are watching you. Yeah. Wear it. Yeah. I don't absolutely. And most most of the time. Like if you get into the habit, it's like you know putting your seatbelt on in the car. Mm-hmm. And um, again, when the kids came along, it's like I can't expect them to wear it if I'm not wearing it. So you know, I don't think I've ever gone in the canoe without. Yeah, me neither. Without my PFT, I I, it, I feel naked without it. Yeah. yeah, that's fine if you're sleeping oh in a God, tent with your buddy Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a nasty image. Yeah. Yeah. I I think uh, the only on. thing where I've <laughs> relaxed in that rule is. I my PFD has a big big zipper and a buckle to the bottom. I'll do the buckle, but I'll leave the zipper most of the way down just so it kind of gapes a bit. Mm-hmm. But I it's still zipped about four inches, so if I fell in the water, I could zip it up. Mm-hmm. But I still wear it just to let. But I just keep it zipped down a bit just to let some of the heat escape on a really hot day. But other than really super hot days, it is always on tight and all done up right and that's yeah. fantastic Derek yeah. and I get it because that's your own yeah. conscious doing that mm-hmm. but if you're on a, on a huge social media channel if I was on video I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I wouldn't do that just because there is the responsibility to whatever right so and I think if I once my kids start getting older I'm not gonna take those shortcuts even on the hot days mm-hmm. because I want my kids like mine are five and eight right now so you want to impress upon them the importance of doing what's right to keep yourself safe right especially if i had my kids with me the last thing i want to do is me becoming incapacitated so that i couldn't help them mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah 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 but we've been we've been training our kids to do that since they were i mean they've been canoeing since like two three years old 
And the first thing they do before they get in that canoe is throw their life jacket on. Oh, absolutely. Like, there, yeah. there, there's no two thoughts about it anymore. Even if you had a dog, the dog gets a life jacket. Oh, yeah, our dog used to have Well, there was a time, though, that you had to cut a piece of your PFD to make sure Potsy floated. <laughs> I think you should tell that story. I have a smoky, Potsy? Smoky the Pot. It was Smoky the Pot. It wasn't Potsy. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a, like a, like a pot belly pig. Is it a dog or a pig? It's a... It's or was a, it a bag of weed? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Oh, I'm not too sure here. <laughs> no. It was a camp cooking pot that we were uh, using to film scenes in um, when we were going around Quetico. Wilderness Quest, or you know, Quest for Wilderness. You put a life jacket on, a, on an actual cooking pot? I put it on the inside and then covered it with duct tape so you wouldn't be able to see it. And so it would uh, float once it tipped over because <laughs> you knew it was going to happen, right? So. <laughs> Potsy. We got that now job. That makes sense. We got that job doing a documentary in Quetico because we're the only film crew that uh, that applied for it for the for the pilot. Uh, that's it's a long story. That's a whole whole another episode. episode yeah, that's episode two hundred. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and, and basically, Andy, you're going to get on again. <laughs> Skip Spidell, you uh, and I, and we're the only ones that actually were willing to go on a canoe trip to film it. All the other film groups thought they could do it from the highway. And so we went for well two solid trips mm-hmm. and to do to that. But these guys were getting like, oh, there's Kevin again. Oh, there's Kevin again. So they made this pot, and the pot would do the scenes that I did. So it'd float down the rapids, and I would float down the rapids. And they were sitting pot beside me at the fire and giggling. And and then it was never supposed to be anything to do with the documentary, but it never really did anything. And I had to buy the rights of the, of the film to, and I taught myself how to edit the film and created Quest for Wilderness. And then some famous filmmaker, uh, Peter, he was in the, um, the office one day, and he goes, what's with the pot? I went, no, oh, we're just goofing around. It was like, Palace of the Sea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Palace of the Sea idea. And he goes, put it in the film. I went, why? And he goes, because it's your film. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> so, yeah, pot C. Well, no, no, Smokey, Smokey the Pot. Smokey the Pot. Smokey the Pot. I have it upstairs. Do you? With your PMD Smoking cut the pot. off part in it. <laughs> Smoking the Pot. Yeah. <laughs> actually another story because we had to the pot was too black from actual use and uh, kip had to like scrub you know the upper part of it to make some silver show up again and he's he's sitting um you know on a rock beside the water working hard on this thing and all of a sudden he feels something grab his toe and it was a snapping turtle that had come out of the water <laughs> and bit his toe and then let go, you know, when he kind of j- reacted and slid back into the lake. And um, it he was screamed like, like a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I screamed. Yeah. It didn't even bite me. So, yeah, it was. Uh, and and you wouldn't have believed it, but... Uh, um, you know the the turtle. We saw the turtle slide back in the water, and then he came back again. And it's going for a second toe. So. Oh yeah, because we didn't believe him. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> that was a cool trip. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got oh, another. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. What about the moose attacking me uh, after after the Copco River trip? Oh, I mean, 
Why, why couldn't he have done a better job and finished job? Fucker. <laughs> 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 would have saved, saved us all from a lot of hassle. Saved you from I the meanest link trip. Hey, I wouldn't have been on the meanest link. Well, the meanest hoax. The hoax. The meanest hoax. <laughs> so, just to get back to the meanest link. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Segway. We want no, that's fine. Segway back to our main yeah. topic. <laughs> so, you guys did the Huntsville to, to uh, Cedar. No mm-hmm. problems. Yeah. Then you do uh, the Dixon Bonfield Portage. Yes. Oh, by that time it was easy. I've never been on the Dixon Bonfield. Don't do it. Yeah. Shh. Do it. Do it. I have to. Do it. <laughs> you know, the first time I did that, uh, I almost broke the record. I think the record is 46 minutes. No, 42 minutes. And I did it in 46. Because every time I put my pack down, there was a bear that I actually was warned about before the trip. And it was waiting for me to put my pack down. Really? So, yeah. So every time I did that, I, I would see the bear sitting on the porch looking at me. So I'd... Follow you the whole time? Yeah. Well, he's wanting my food out of my pack. So it's a it's a humanized or whatever it's a... Well, what are they called? Habituated. Yeah. Habituated bear. Yeah. Yeah. So I just kept going. Uh, yeah. Because it's like, okay, well... Whoa, whoa, whoa. And uh, I didn't know there was a record, but it was actually Bill Swift. A uh, senior that was the meanest link was called after because he was the meanest dude or yeah, the, the meanest mean dude, dude right? the, the mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean dude. so he mean dude. he had the record I think for I, I I don't know if this is right but it was 42 minutes we did it in 46 whatever but yeah and what was the movie at the time when the aliens came and then um, Will Smith shot oh Independence Day yeah and they smoked a big cigar yeah, yeah. at the end of that portage I smoked because I watched that movie before that trip at the end of that portage, I smoked a big cigar just for that. You know, I bet you could have broke the record if you would have said, hey, bear, come here. You strapped the pack to the bear. And then you rode him to the end of... That would have been awesome. Yeah, this is why I'm not going trooping with you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think Derek is a far better person to go with than you, Sean. So, so, so what happened on the trip? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> Slapping his rump with my paddle. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Billy the Bear. Remember the vicious bear that came into our camp uh, along the West End? Oh. Remember that? It's that, terrifying. That was horrible. That was that was scream worthy. <laughs> the bear was halfway up the fabric on your tent, and then it slid back down. Yeah, it was a mouse. <laughs> oh, I woke they up. always sound bigger. No, I thought we were all gonna die. <laughs> Take Andy first. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Kevin, go back to sleep. It's a friggin' mouse room. <laughs> I've got a similar story. It's uh. Burnt Island Lake, I was on. We were on the point, me and my friend Barbara, and uh, so we heard like we we went to bed, lights out, whatever, and we heard uh, the like footsteps in the in the leaves, and so both of us were like, "What's that?" Like we're just whispering, "What's that?" And then so we could hear that. It's like something's getting closer to the tent. It's freaking us out, and so and then all of a sudden. We, we hear a thump on the side of the tent. I turn on the headlamp as I'm scared out of my pants. And I can see the outline of a frog. <laughs> the frog had jumped on the side of the tent. And then he kind of slowly wiggled down and fell off. And it's like, ah. Oh. So we calmed down. It's like, oh, I fell asleep. I woke up out of a nightmare. I, I remember, you know how you freeze when you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. So I woke up thinking I was screaming. But I didn't want to scream. I was going, oh. And Barb goes, what are you doing? It's like, oh, it's a, oh, my dream. <laughs> but then both of us, that same night, 
like at like two or three in the morning, we heard something walk through the campsite. And I said, hey. And it walked faster past our tent. And we heard it walk into the water and down the cove. And about 20, 30 minutes later, there was a group of like two families, three or four canoes at the end of the cove on Burn Island Lake. And we heard this girl, three in the morning, she screamed for like five or six minutes straight. She screamed and screamed and screamed and screamed. And it's like, so both of us were out, walked out in the water on the lake, trying to look down. We saw headlamps going around the campsite. So whatever came through our site, went to their site, scared the crap out of them. And then at first light, all of them were canoeing. I assume they were leaving the park. <laughs> but that was one heck of a night. First it was the frog, then my nightmare, and then... I don't know what it was. We don't know what it was came through the site, but something scared that family. Sasquatch. Could have been. he had a hook hand. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just, it's because it's podcast, nobody can see Derek, but he, he did the whole impression of a frog really well. <laughs> His hands went up like, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> but yeah that was a freaky night but it was just the next morning we just knew we could hear the thump of the paddles on the side of the gunnels right the chunk, chunk is like oh, faster faster they're leaving run away like it was run like away. just the crack of dawn you could barely see the light coming up it was yeah. still dark and we went walked back to the shore again it's like we could see them all leaving oh. they've like, probably oh, been up since they had a bad night it's like the money python rabbit scene <laughs> <laughs> thy holy hand grenade of antioch <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> uh, okay, so where are we in now? Where, where, where are we now? I, well, you know how the interview has gone bad is I'm actually drinking more blackened. Blackened. <laughs> Without ice. Loaded up till it's free. I'll take some more too, a little bit. All right, here we go. It's got a nice harshness Just a little bit. Save some for Sean. Save some for Sean. You're finishing it. Look at that. Oh, you finished oh. it. Oh, oh my God, we finished the blackened bottle. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, we actually had a blend on our Minus Link trip. We, um, I knew a marketing guy from, uh, I forget the company, but basically it was Famous Grouse Whiskey, whatever. Oh, okay. And he met me in a parking lot. <laughs> and uh, I was at the LCBO and he goes, hey, I like all your stuff. You know, you, you, you want some free whiskey? I was like, sure. <laughs> so I go out in this <laughs> white van. twist my arm first. <laughs> well, the, the, the white van. I mean, this... <laughs> rare stranger and I go out in this parking lot in a white van and he gives me a huge box of these little miniature bottles of booze for black grouse right oh wow and he goes oh no like so the here two you ounce bottles or whatever yeah the airplane bottles so before yeah. the trip uh, I, I was pouring those little bottles into flasks for our our supplies and I wish I took photos of that because there was like like 40 or 50 little bottles around <laughs> my kitchen just like woohoo I've hit the mother load <laughs> Patting the bottoms of every one of those bottles. <laughs> Sucking out the fumes. <laughs> it's got a little cloth that cleans the inside. Yeah. He wrings it out. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, when we got to Obiongo, the two things that, that we were in short supply of, and we finally got our third uh, drop, was toilet paper and coffee. Oh. Yeah, those TP's the always oh. the one that I'm just waiting to run. I've never have. Really? Knock on, knock on That's glass. glass. It must be yeah. I've never. I've come close. But see, I also suffer from sinus issues. 
So I've always got toilet uh, Kleenex as well. Mm-hmm. So I've got a semi stack of extra in case, <laughs> but I've never run out of TP. I find I find like poison ivy makes a really good. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 Just that, that feels fine. Just just borrow your paddling partner's you know chalk kerchief that he wears around his neck. Have we got to that point yet? We've talked about it, but I don't think we have. Have we? I, uh, no. <laughs> You'd remember it. Don't ask don't ask Bill Ostrom about that story. No, seriously? Did he? <laughs> no, I had to borrow his one day. No. Oh. Yeah. On a day trip. On a day trip? Yeah. Did you give Oh, it back that's to right. Him? He kept mailing it to you. <laughs> I I I laundered it about eight times. Sure as now. And then gave it back to him at, at Christmas with a fake dog turd inside. <laughs> Remember the rubber chicken we kidnapped oh, from him? Yes, yes. That was wrong. Oh, those were the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> he passed a kidney stone in the middle of nowhere. Oh. And then he also pulled a tooth out. That was a different trip, though. What trip was that? It wasn't on Dominus League. No, no. There's many trips we've done. What was the trip that he... Well, and he just tried to back, bring it back on topic. Pull, look at that. Him, <laughs> He's getting good at this. Pull, pulling your own tooth out on a canoe trip would have been better. An improvement to the Dominus League. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a tough... Oh, he pulled the tooth out, and I said, you okay? Yep, let's keep going. Who, Andy? Oh, wow. No, Bill no. Ostrom. Bill oh, Ostrom. man. You, t- oh. you see a tough person. Ostrom Pack. Yeah. 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 Good friends of Andy, and uh, we went on a trip. Well, we did many trips, whatever. But what was the one that he passed the kidney stone on? Yeah. Was that the Kafka? Wherever? Yeah. What was before that, though? Well, it sounds like a guy that would, like, do an own, his own, like, operation on himself <laughs> in the middle of the woods. He didn't even cry. He'd amputate his own appendix. <laughs> oh, my appendix is about to burst. Hang on. Give me a second, boys. Let me just the end of the horse eye. Yeah. Yeah. I said, are you okay? He goes, yeah, just pass the kidney stone. Are you okay? I'm good now. I'm good I'm now. Better now. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little dizzy from the pain, but... <laughs> well, what, what... So of all the trips that we've done, I mean, the Mean Slink is a silly one. Oh, well, we, we'll get to the what we did the year after, but that... Yeah, <laughs> yeah in a minute, that you bugger. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, this so, is beginning to sound like a hammy hamster episode, <laughs> but that's another, another story. story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Episode 7,862, still with Andy and Kevin. <laughs> We're going to send Kevin down in the diving bell this episode. <laughs> GP, genius pig. <laughs> well, I think we are going to call it a episode right there. <laughs> it's like hurting cats, man. I know. Everywhere. It's so fun to let them roam free. <laughs> oh, if this was a TV show, yeah. we had flashbacks. Uh, yes. Right? I, I mean, you're going back to when they first met and stuff like yeah. that, trips they've yeah. done previous. And we went back to Kevin's high school days for yeah. crying out loud. We've made it all the way to the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> So, wow. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> it was pretty wild. It, it was it was a blast sitting down with them, a blast chatting about their old trips and, and about their meanest link attempt. And I say attempt, but it was successful. So, but yeah, it was, uh, it was an amazing night. And what was that? That was just a week ago, right? I, I, I'm like blacking it out. So, yeah, no, it was two weeks, weeks ago. Two, two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 Um, I can't believe that this it's is just butter. the first episode. Yeah. And we've already finished that bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <Before>. <laughs> we still have two hours we've to go. We've still got two and a half hours to go. 
<laughs> we, we polished off that. It's all downhill from yes. here. But yeah, no, you know what? That's pretty cool. I mean, like I say, you're, you're talking about the meanest link. You're talking about what happened. You're talking about the book, but you're talking about all these other trips that they've done. Yeah. And it's sort of like a, this side history of, of Andy and Kevin. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty cool to, to listen to. So, well, we'll find out, uh, next week, I guess, what happens in part two. On the next episode. On the next episode. Same bat time, same bat channel. Different bat day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's a episode. This is episode 172. Uh, part two is next week. It will be uh, episode 173 on June 6th and episode 174 polishing it all off on June 13th. Mm-hmm. So mark your calendars and... Yeah, three, what did I say? Three hours, 39 minutes, and 41 <laughs> seconds. This is awesome. <laughs> it was out of control. It was. So uh, if you want to find out more about us, uh, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, what else? YouTube. And if you want to listen to these, you can find us on Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, iTunes, all your favorite podcasting download places. And uh, you can also find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com on the episode tab at the top. Just click that and all 172, soon to be 73, soon to be 74 episodes <laughs> are all there for your listening pleasure. So for this week, I'd like to say thanks to everybody for listening. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs>